0: Hello everybody and Kia Ora. In today's session we will provide a closer look into the Road Tunnel Wall Panels and Finishes Best Practice Approaches publication recently released by OSROADS. We have more than 200 people registered for today's session. Welcome to you all and thanks for joining us. My name is Erin Gibson. I'm a Communications Officer at OSROADS. I'll be moderating today's session together with Georgia O'Connor. Georgia will moderate the Q&A at the end of this webinar. I'd like to start by acknowledging the Treaty of Waitangi and Maori as the original people of New Zealand. I also acknowledge the Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the custodians of the land from which we are broadcasting today. Austroads is based in Sydney, and so today I am on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. I pay my respect to Elders past, present and emerging, and their deep and ongoing connection to the land. Just a little bit about Austroads. We are the collective of Australasian Transport and Traffic Agencies, our focus is to support our member organisations to deliver an improved road transport network. The project we are focusing on today was delivered under the Transport Infrastructure Programme which is managed by Ross Guppy. Just a bit of housekeeping, our presenter will speak for 40 minutes and then we will have a Q&A session for 15. The slides and the report can be downloaded from the handout section of your sidebar, which you'll find on the right hand side of your screen. To send us your questions for the Q&A, please use the question icon on your sidebar. If your question relates to any particular slide, include the number of that slide in your message to help us answer your question as best as we can. Also, let us know if you have any technical problems, but just a quick tip, if you lose sound or your picture freezes, the issue is most likely with your connection. connection. Closing your browser and rejoining the session via your email registration usually helps. The session is being recorded and we'll let you know when the recording is available on our website. If you listen to podcasts you can also find Austroids in your podcast app. It is now my pleasure to introduce today's presenters. Tony Peglas is a principal at Oricon with experience in the planning, design, contract documentation and construction supervision of tunnels, civil structures and major infrastructure transport projects. Tony has been the lead subject matter expert for this research. Georgia O'Connor is a senior professional leader in ARB's sustainability and material performance team. Georgia was ARB's project leader for this project and she is excited to share the findings of this research with you over
1: to you Georgia thanks Erin and thank you to those attending today's webinar for this
2: project our project team considered myself as the project leader Nigel Powers from Arb as our quality manager and Tony Peglis from Oricon as our subject matter expert Our Austroids project manager was Dimi Polmanakis from the Department of Transport and Planning, Victoria, and our working group consisted of Nigel Casey from Transport for New South Wales and Terry McGavin from Waka Katahi New Zealand Transport Agency. So moving through to an overview of our project. So the purpose of this project was to identify best practice for road tunnel wall panels and finishes to ensure that the product could achieve performance, access, maintenance, and durability requirements. Best practice in road tunnel wall panels and finishes is defined as providing value to road tunnel operators over the life cycle of their assets, to facilitate the ease of access and maintenance for regular inspections, and providing methods to meet durability requirements. This project aimed to identify best practice via researching and reporting on the finishes and products for road tunnel wall panels that are currently available and in use through detailing possible materials that can be adopted to achieve good performance throughout the life expectancy of the product, through reviewing existing standards and specifications and reviewing any additional information which could be sourced through literature, media reports, industry groups and other sources. So this project developed a specification framework on the design, installation and performance testing requirements for wall panels, wall finishes and associated products including the wall panel support systems. So the framework covered the cladding type options which can be adopted by designers and contractors in order to minimise the cost of future inspections, increase the ease of how future inspections are carried out, inspect structures without the use of major plant and removal and replacement of cladding, provide an acceptable architectural finish, facilitate the ease of replacement where a replacement may be necessary, and identify any potential defects and undertake proactive action, provide a list of cladding materials that could meet specified design life and performance requirements, and detail connection systems that may be adopted to facilitate the ease of inspections. As Erin mentioned, the technical report is available for download in the handout section. So the technical report is structured as shown on the slide. The report commences with an overview of what road tunnel wall panels and finishes are, followed by an overview of the functions of road tunnel wall panels and finishes, how planning should be undertaken and how performance testing could be undertaken. The technical report then summarises various specifications and guidance material which were reviewed as part of the literature review component of this project. The core body of the report is the current practice section. This details all aspects of road tunnel wall panels and finishes from colour schemes and aesthetics to durability and loads. The report then provides information on how operations and maintenance works are undertaken. And the last main section of the report is a summary of case studies of various road tunnel wall panel and finish approaches across Australia and New Zealand. All of this information was used to develop the specification framework, which Tony will give you an overview of today. So I'm now going to pass over to Tony, who's gonna give you an overview of the outcomes of our current
1: practice review. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Georgia, and hello, everyone. So, the objective of the review of current design practice was to uncover both good and poor approaches for wall panels by researching wall panel finishes and products that are currently available and in use, and examining materials that can be adopted to achieve good performance over the the wall panel design life, and also um, evaluating existing standards and specifications. Included in the research was an in-depth review of current practices and real-world examples of road tunnel wall panels and finishes that have been utilised by Australian and New Zealand road agencies on their projects. The table displayed on on this slide outlines the tunnels that were examined, focusing on the the availability of relevant documentation. This included client requirements such as specifications, as well as design documentation including uh, reports and drawings and the documentation range from uh, comprehensive design information through to as built details in addition the current practice review involve consultations with uh, jurisdictions uh, industry experts and, and other stakeholders who possess uh, valuable experience in operations and maintenance and also knowledge of effective or or problematic planning, uh, design and implementation solutions in relation to the the wall panels and finishes. So what are wall panels and finishes? The wall panels refer to lightweight cladding layers installed on the the inner surface of tunnel linings. And typically these panels feature finishes such as vitreous enamel or compressed fiber cement with a, a high quality coating. The components consist of the the visible facing panel, which is supported by a metal framing system fixed to the tunnel wall support or or lining, uh, and often has a a base connection. The terminology and descriptions of wall panels was found to vary across jurisdictions. Sometimes they're referred to as architectural panels or cladding, but for the purposes of this project, the term wall panel uh, was, was adopted. Another type of finish is a painted finish and this involves applying a specifically um, or a specially designed paint uh, suitable for tunnel environments directly onto formed concrete linings. so painted finishes are, are not used on rough shock tunnel linings. Specific products that have been developed for tunnel for tunnel use uh, uh, is a product called ceramico type C. Now, while painted finishes are more prevalent overseas uh, they've also been used on some australian and new zealand road tunnels wall panels perform several functions in a tunnel they enhance lighting reflectance ensuring a minimum standard of reflectance and contributing to the required overall tunnel lighting levels and the panels offer a defined area for regular maintenance and washing of um, collected pollutants from the walls is undertaken to restore optimum lighting levels. And because of this, a highly abrasion resistant finish to withstand mechanical washing over an extended period is required. All panels um, and finishes play a role in enhancing road safety by minimising distractions for tunnel users, providing a, a consistent and uniform appearance for, for tunnel walls and, and aiding visual guidance uh, for the motorists. They also conceal tunnel surfaces and uh, elements such as longitudinal seepage drains which are situated near the concrete barriers and preventing potential distractions uh, caused by, by surface seepage. Additionally, patterns can be incorporated into the panels to provide visual stimulation and alleviate um, monotonous driving conditions and also to, to improve driver retention. Aesthetically, the panels present a a high-quality tunnel environment and they can also facilitate wayfinding. So different colours or graphics can be utilised to identify exits, particularly for projects with multiple surface connections. UK standards also identify that that wall panels can assist to reduce ventilation energy losses and also could provide a beneficial noise reduction effect if if anti-drumming layers are, are added. Stakeholder consultation was a a pivotal aspect of our current practice review and provided some valuable insights, particularly regarding uh, operations and maintenance issues associated with wall panels and finishes. And while I won't delve into the specifics in this presentation, all the findings are are documented in the technical report along with some relevant uh, case studies. Now, it's worth noting a few key points, uh, which were that that all types of road tunnel finishes, such as uh, vitreous enamel, compressed fiber cement, and paint can provide an acceptable finish. Painted finishes generally perform well inside the tunnel environment, but can be subject to degradation if exposed to UV light, such as near the tunnel portals. Painted finishes um, also, they alleviate some of the concerns related to wall panels, such as uh, durability, maintenance access and the need for removal and replacement of panels damage to wall panels from vehicle strikes is very infrequent uh, but spare panels are kept as a precautionary measure and attention to detail is crucial particularly in terms of panel fixings uh, due to, to various issues in the summary wall panels that are fixed to their frames by glue or screws or similar means are are difficult to remove and not an effective solution for ease of maintenance. Also, wall panels around screw fixings, as well as the screw or, or hole threads themselves, can become worn and, and damaged over time with, with maintenance and movement of the panels. Um, the screws can may also become uh, brittle and, and subject to fatigue due to vibrations and movement of the panels uh, caused by, by passing traffic. Design's incorporating return flanges on the sides of vitreous enamel panels with a, the pre, prefabricated keyhole slot. You can see an image there on the screen. These allow for a, a hook-on fixing system. These eliminate the need for drilling and, uh, and requiring only basic tools for, for panel installation or, or replacement. Now, we're feasible and, and practical. All panels supported by vertical posts without, uh, without base connections i preferred to, to minimize durability concerns with the drainage system and facilitate drainage system cleaning uh, behind the traffic barrier. The need for access to the space behind barriers is, is infrequent, but uh, dependent on factors such as what services are located behind the panels, uh, the condition of the lining and, and whether items require frequent maintenance, um, such as if there's any leaks. Additionally, the wall panels are heavy, so they're in the order of you know, 80 to 100 kilograms, for example, so removal is preferably undertaken mechanically with a lifting device uh, rather than manually. The frequency of cleaning the wall finish finishes varies uh, and it's dependent on several conditions, such as how quickly they lose their reflectance, and this is a function of the number of vehicles in the tunnel, the traffic fleet composition, such as if there's a you know, large percent of of heavy vehicles and and road grades. So steeper road grades means uh, more emissions. And also the the availability of routine maintenance closures for the tunnel. For effective cleaning and residue removal, a combination of water, uh, cleaning fluids, such as detergent or degreaser, and and, uh, mechanical action using soft uh, non-abrasive brushes proves more efficient than just non-contact Uh, water jetting. However, some tunnels uh, may be restricted from using cleaning fluids due to environmental consent conditions. Thanks, Georgia.
2: Thanks, Tony. So, following the current practice review, we undertook a literature review of Australian and international practice. This section of the webinar will give you a brief summary of the outcomes of this review. So in regards to the functions of wall panels, four key areas emerged. These were lighting, safety and aesthetics, energy improvements, and fire resistance. For lighting, the literature showed that wall panels impact the diffusion of light throughout a tunnel, and that surface gloss can lead to glare from light sources, including vehicle lights. Light reflection from semi-matte material can help to improve the lighting while diffusing glare in the tunnel. In regards to safety and aesthetics, in order to achieve improvements in aesthetics, road tunnel wall panels can cover tunnel services, and this improves safety by removing distractions. These panels can also increase sit stimulation uh, through colours and patterns, avoiding extended monotonous conditions and assisting with wayfinding throughout the tunnel. The chosen colours and lighting do make the tunnel feel more spacious and safe. In regards to energy improvements, Different uh, wall panels and finishes can provide energy savings by assisting in achieving minimum tunnel lighting requirements. They can also assist with energy loss from ventilation and can be designed to act as a noise dampener when that is designed into the system. For fire resistance, the literature noted that panels can assist with protecting the structural integrity of a tunnel in the event of a fire. For planning for road tunnel wall panels, the research showed that whole-of-life costs throughout the wall panels should be considered when designing your finish for the road tunnel. When it came to performance testing for road tunnel wall panels, it was noted in the literature that this is actually not the requirement of or undertaken by the road agency. A level of performance for factors such as fire resistance and abrasion resistance, as examples, is something which is typically defined in specifications for a project. So the manufacturer is then required to ensure that the wall panel products provided do meet these specified requirements. For fatigue testing, testing of wall panels can be undertaken using methods such as simulation testing based on the pressure caused by vehicles, and this can ensure that wall panels and supports achieve their service life. However, this is not something which is undertaken in Australian and New Zealand practices in road tunnels, um, as the panels and connections are often designed for fatigue and wind-based pressure loading. For cleaning, the research showed that regular cleaning is required to ensure that performance requirements of wall panels and finishes are maintained due to a buildup of dust and pollutants. Panels should also be designed to be abrasion resistant and to maintain the quality of a surface through mechanical regular cleaning. For monitoring, literature noted that the use of monitoring equipment on elements behind wall panels, such as tunnel supports, can help to identify changes in structural performance without the removal of wall panels as well as minimising the impact on tunnel users by identifying when further investigation may be required behind the panels. However, this is something which is not currently undertaken for tunnels in Australia and New Zealand and may only be relevant and useful for specific types of wall finishes. In regards to investigations, literature showed that surveying the tunnel using vehicles with appropriate equipment can help to identify problem locations while minimising the impact on tunnel users. Manual inspection of problem locations can then confirm the extent of problems. The literature was noted to be based on structural linings or tiled finishes not obscured by wall panels, and therefore this would not be practical for Australian and New Zealand road tunnels. For post-fire inspections, there was limited guidance on the inspection and evaluation of tunnels after a fire, with even less material relating directly to wall panels. And in regards to corrosion, it was noted in the literature that wall panel systems need to be suitable for the specific tunnel environment in which they are installed. Corrosion actions may be caused from the microenvironment in the tunnel or where dissimilar metals are not being electrically insulated or isolated. So lastly, as part of the literature review, we undertook a review of available specifications and guidance material. The key documents which we looked into were the Tunnel Operations, Maintenance, Inspection and Evaluation Manual from the Federal Highways Administration in the United States, the Design Manual for Roads and Bridges from Highways England, the Road Tunnels Manual developed by PR or the World Road Association, and the Ostroads Guide to Road Tunnels uh, Part 2, Planning, Design com- and Commissioning, and the Ostroad's Guide to Road Design Part 6, which is Roadside Design, Safety and Barriers. So I'm now going to pass back over to Tony who will give you an overview of how we combined all of this information and this content into the specification framework. Thanks Tony.
1: Thanks Georgia. So based on the findings of the technical report, a specification framework has been developed for the panels and finishes. This framework identifies the information which is considered uh, relevant and which would be required as part of developing a specification that enables the, the design and installation of appropriate wall panel and, and finish systems. Framework encompasses several topics as shown here on the screen. Um, they cover general performance characteristics, design life, durability, aesthetics and arrangement, materials, loads, lighting reflectance, fire resistance, and operations and maintenance requirements so i'll talk briefly about each of these in the subsequent slides the section on general performance characteristics highlights the the key requirements that designers need to consider this includes how the wall panels integrate into the tunnel environment their primary functions uh, performance and maintenance requirements the need for easy removal and replacement coordination with tunnel equipment, and their potential role in supporting tunnel wayfinding and emergency egress. Regarding um, design life, the framework proposes specifying a typical range for the wall finish components, with the minimum design life to be determined by the relevant jurisdiction responsible for the project. And this approach recognizes that the decision on design life varies across projects and jurisdictions taking into account uh, various factors such as the whole of life costs uh, the asset ownership throughout the tunnel's life cycle and the availability of the tunnel for maintenance and replacement activities an important consideration is the framing system components embedded into the tunnel lining the framework recommends that the design life of these components should at least equivalent to the design life of the element that they're part of. So for instance, if the framing system has a design life of 35 years and the tunnel lining has a design life of 100 years, the framing anchor system embedded in the tunnel lining should also have a a design life of 100 years. Durability encompasses various aspects, including uh, assessment requirements, minimum exposure classification of uh, metals, recommended framing system solutions for for different exposure classifications and and design life requirements, as well as uh, wall panel durability requirements. And the framework suggests providing uh, exposure classification ranges along with qualitative guidance on tunnel environments, allowing the jurisdiction responsible for the project to determine uh, the minimum requirements for their project. This section outlines key criteria relating to the aesthetics and arrangement of road tunnel wall finishes. The framework recommends a height of four metres above the pavement for wall finishes, uh, which follows UK standards. However, jurisdictions have the option to specify reduced heights if if it's beneficial for the project, uh, with a a minimum recommendation of three and a half metres. Regarding colour schemes, it's recommended to follow the guidance of of UK standard CD352, which suggests using light colors from the road surface up to the top of the wall finishes and darker colors above, including the the roof space and the mechanical and electrical equipment area. However, in the case of painted finishes, it's recommended not to paint the traffic barriers to ensure better contrast between the wall and the the barrier uh, for safety. The dark colors above the panels is is typically achieved by painting the the tunnel black uh, as well as the mechanical electrical equipment in this area now there are additional requirements relating to aesthetics such as the overall look and feel uh, panel locations the the joints between the panels consistency and and, in the interface with um, tunnel cabinets and and services and these requirements are, are detailed more in the specification framework which is attached to the the technical report the materials for wall panels include uh, vitreous enamel or compressed fiber cement some typical details on the vitreous enamel panel include um, the the coating which is very thin and and covers the front face and and a small return on the edges it's usually placed on a, a low carbon steel base and then a backing core, such as a a calcium silicate, uh, gypsum board or or aluminium honeycomb is is used to provide rigidity. Uh, These enamel panels are generally fired at high temperatures, typically at 800 degrees Celsius, and and the panels are therefore non-combustible and stable at high temperatures. Compressed fibre cement, these panels are manufactured from cement, uh, finely ground silica, cellulose fibers in water and then compressed under extreme pressure and then cured with high pressure steam and they have a, a ceramic like coating. So while vitreous enamel panels are, are typically recognized as, as the highest quality cladding product, the framework doesn't provide preference for one material type over another. For painted finishes, uh, ceramicote which is specifically um, designed for tunnel environments, or or an approved equivalent is is recommended. And the framework suggests conducting paint trials and giving special consideration to problem areas like the portals uh, that that are exposed to UV light. The Section on loadings for road tunnel wall panels addresses wind pressure as the main loading, uh, including differential operating wind pressure, such as the ventilation system and, and vehicle gust pressures. The guidance of OSRO's guide to road tunnels part 2 and UK standard CD352 is recommended for wind pressures and fatigue cycles for the metal elements unless a more detailed assessment indicates a a more onerous uh, loading is necessary additionally um, requirements for impact loading such as objects falling from vehicles and uh, and member deflections under service load uh, should also be considered Reflectance refers to the, the proportion of light a surface reflects compared to the amount of light uh, that falls on it. It's measured on a scale from, from zero to one. Zero is assumed to be an absolute black and, and one is assumed to be perfectly reflective white. Typically, all Australian and New Zealand tunnel projects follow uh, UK standards, which recommend a wall reflectance of, of 0.6 as a minimum. Some projects recently have also specified a maximum surface reflectance of 0.85, and this is to avoid undesirable and and confusing specular problems. So so for example, mirror-like reflections, which which could be a safety issue. Overseas, this can be a a problem for bidirectional tunnels, but in Australia and New Zealand, it's less of an issue as we we typically have unidirectional tunnels. Fire resistance for road tunnel wall finishes follows the guidance of UK standard um, BD-7899 with regard to the wall finishes being non-combustible, resistance to flame spread and and to not produce any noxious fumes. For wall panel fire resistance for for stability, it's considered that the, the panels are treated similar to other fixings in the tunnel. So similar to mechanical electrical equipment, for example, which typically adopts uh, two hours at 450 degrees Celsius. And while wall panels would provide some protection to the tunnel lining from a direct fire at their location, it's recommended that this would be ignored for the the fire resistance design of tunnel linings. Operations and maintenance requirements emphasize the, the importance of achieving ease of removal and replacement. So considerations include using modular systems and separable components in the framing system to facilitate the the safe and efficient removal of of all panels. Preferences given to systems that allow frequent removal and reattachment of individual panels, uh, such as those utilizing keyhole slots, while discouraging the use of elements that that impede frequent removal, such as screws and glue and continuous spliced horizontal girt systems. The design documentation needs to also demonstrate how effective and efficient maintenance access for wall panels uh, will be provided. So often this is expected, but as we find on some projects, unless it it is spelt out, it's not always provided. For operations and maintenance, cleaning and maintenance access uh, is vital. Cleaning considerations um, encompass the resistance to dirt vehicle emissions, uh, cleaning machines, graffiti, and and cleaning fluids. Examples for maintenance access are, uh, for example, designing to access the longitudinal spoon drains behind the traffic barriers, uh, framing to be located off the traffic barriers, and and access doors to be considered where frequent access may be required behind, um, behind the panels for services, as an example. So as part of the project um, you know several different typical finishes have been identified such as vitreous enamel compressed fiber cement and um, painted finishes so the following two slides provides a, a comparative assessment of, of design aspects outlined in the technical report in um, in terms of design life typically the wall panels are around uh, 40 years while paint is 20 to 25 years, durability considerations require appropriate selection of metals for the wall panel framing system to suit the environment. Painted finishes can suffer from degradation due to UV exposure near the portals, but they also offer a a benefit for durability protection to the tunnel lining from uh, carbonation and chemical attack. All finish types can create an attractive environment, although um, paint can't conceal tunnel surfaces on the walls um like like panels can vitreous enamel is generally regarded as the highest quality material um, while paint can only be applied to to formed concrete linings all systems can meet the the lighting reflectance requirements Um, all panels can be designed to ensure stability in the event of a fire Um, it's it's not, not an issue for for painted finishes From um, an operations and maintenance perspective, all finishes are uh, are suitable for cleaning with uh, vitreous enamel considered the superior product. Painted finishes require hand washing uh, by Lance around equipment on the walls, uh, whereas wall panels can be designed to be flush with equipment cabinets and and the like. Wall panels also, uh, they need to be designed for easy access, whereas paint doesn't present this issue. The preferred hanging system for vitreous enamel panels with the hook-on system has, has not yet been seen for the compressed fiber cement panels the risk of damage to panels from traffic is generally low but panels can be set back outside the working width uh, to minimize this risk spares should be available for replacement if necessary while um, paint can be easily reapplied if damaged Durability during operations and maintenance is a key concern, particularly uh, the location of the framing system at the base, which should be located outside uh, the barrier drains to to mitigate durability issues. And and Paint obviously doesn't share this, this same concern regarding framing system durability. So in summary, this project has developed a specification framework encompassing design installation and performance requirements for wall panels and finishes the next steps involve transforming this framework into a formal OSROADS technical specification which would then undergo jurisdictional and industry reviews further investigation into a whole of life comparison between different wall finishes such as compressed fiber cement vitreous enamel and and painted wall finishes may, may also prove beneficial So this analysis would require inputs on design extraction costs, as well as operations and maintenance costs for each wall finish system, including um, refurbishment and replacement. And such information would be valuable valuable for future projects uh, in selection of the appropriate wall finish system. Thanks for listening. Thanks,
2: Tony. So we'll now move into having a look at some of the questions. If you do have any questions today, if you can just pop them into the question bar, that would be great. So our first question is: Is there a need to consider higher FRL due to increasing numbers of EVs in road tunnels? Um, I believe that's fire resistance level.
1: Yes. Generally, no. I don't believe so. The fire resistance level, from what I understand, from some limited testing and literature to date the the um the fires from E V vehicles is not is not more onerous than the I guess the design fire that's typically used for tunnels. Um which takes into account is typically a hydrocarbon fire and takes into account example a um a pool of flammable liquid um catching on fire for a for a certain period of time. Um, so no, I don't think that there will be any difference relating to the EV vehicles.
2: Great, thanks for that one, Tony. So our next question is, what is the purpose of painting the tunnel black above the wall panels?
1: Yeah, so the, the UK standards um, provided some insight into this. Uh, there's a few reasons. One was in the case of a, a circular or, or horseshoe-shaped tunnel it avoids the, the claustrophobic reflective tube effects, which can be disturbing to drivers in, in, in long tunnels and replaces it with a, a tunnel of sort of a visual rectangular appearance, giving uh, more apparent width to the tunnel. Um, it, it obscures the mechanical electrical equipment installed above the, above the lights, so avoiding distraction and, and just improving the overall aesthetic appearance. Um, it provides a, a visual limit for the wall cleaning machine and, and hides a, a dirty, a dirty appearance where, where the surface is, isn't clean, and um, it also pro- can hide potential seepage, which which would otherwise uh, may bring disquiet to, to motorists.
2: Great, thanks for that one. So our next question is: Are there any human factors considerations with the design of wall panels in road tunnels?
1: Yeah, so there's a few competing interests um, that can in, impact on human factors. So, for example, wall panels are typically typically located outside the working width to reduce risk of, of damage from vehicles, and it's also desirable to locate the the face of equipment cabinets flush with the panels for ease of cleaning and um, avoiding the risk of damage from mechanical washing. But at the same time, uh, you know access for motorists to to health phones or emergency services, personal access to fire equipment cabinets you know, still needs to be provided. So there's this balance, and you know this still needs to be considered as part of uh, the human factors and incorporated into the design.
2: Perfect. And our next question is: Can you get curved wall panels in tunnels to suit the curved tunnel profile?
1: Yes. Um, so you can typically. The panels are straight uh, and installed vertically, um, probably just through ease of of manufacture and and installation and cleaning. Uh, But there are examples of overseas tunnels with curved wall panels. And the Heisen tunnel in Adelaide, the panels there are uh, made up of of two sections. The lower section is vertical and and the upper section is curved following the, the shape of the tunnel lining. Um, on the the Westgate tunnel project in Melbourne, the panels are proposed to be installed, uh, inclined uh, to to follow the working width and and, and, um, improve tunnel space proofing.
2: Great, thanks for that one. Um, So that's all the questions we have. Oh, no, we've just had another one come back through. Uh, So our next question is, what's the design life of wall panels and when do you need to repaint a tunnel?
1: Oh, so the design life is for the wall panel itself is typically around 40 years. Um, in terms of paint, the design life is around 20 to 25 years. So, uh, I guess at the end of that design life, um, you'd be looking to, um, you know, to repaint repaint the tunnel.
2: Perfect. Did we have any other questions today? Nope, looks like that's all we've got. So back over to you, Erin. Thank you, everyone.
0: Awesome, thank you so much, Georgia and Tony, and thank you, everybody, for your questions. Um, We did get another question just run through, um, which we might have Georgia and Tony answer, and then we will um, wrap
2: up. Great, thanks, Erin. So, Tony, the question is, is it possible to provide some comment about the running lights on the melbourne m1 tunnel under the Yarra river and can this be considered in the tunnel wall finish
1: running lights um i think i'm not actually sure what what they are okay
2: sorry what
1: was the rest of the question can they be
2: um can this be considered as part of a tunnel wall
1: finish? Uh, typically uh, it's not a finish itself, but um, typically the design of wall wall panels will accommodate things like pace maker lighting, um, feature lighting is another example, um, and also emergency egress lighting. you'll often see them recessed into the panels, so they just need to be coordinated as part of the the overall design. Wall panel system, um, and, and for the project.
2: Great, thank you. Our next question is: How often should you do light reflectivity testing on your finishes?
1: It's a good question. Um, I don't know the answer to that. How often? Um, it's something that we probably we could go back to, to the uh, to the operations. Um, contacts and, and ask them about that typically from what we found in terms of of cleaning door panels to 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 maintain that reflectance that desired reflectance it varied significantly between tunnels so on some tunnels you'd find they were doing it every week um, and other tunnels they were doing it every you know, three to six months for example so um, I think it does vary um, significantly depending on the tunnel um, and, you know, how much how much traffic, how much emissions, et cetera, in terms of how often you're going to have to uh, do that cleaning and ensure that uh, that minimum reflectance is, is provided.
2: Okay. So our next question is, what consideration is given to inspections in the framework Um, And how would this be included in the specification? So given the limited time that's available to conduct maintenance and inspections, a design that allowed for simple inspection of the structures would be beneficial.
1: Yeah, I think through the literature review, we didn't really find any, particularly um, uh, any system that allowed visual inspection behind the panels um, or access behind the panels without without removing them um in terms of any type of x-ray type equipment etc um in theory you could put a camera behind behind the panels to get a bit of a a visual inspection but um generally the idea is is to have them removed so that the focus has been on ease of removal and uh, one of the examples that we were the most um, the example that we found uh, that really facilitates that ease of removal is that that hook on system.
2: Perfect. All right. Well that looks like it's all our questions for today. So back over to you again, Erin. Wonderful, thank you so much and thank you everyone. We do have
0: a variety of sessions coming up, so for more information about our upcoming sessions and to register, please visit our website. We do have the Evaluation and Reporting of Automated Vehicle Trials webinar coming up in on the 3rd of August. After we close out today's session, a questionnaire will pop up on your screen. Please take a couple of minutes to send us your feedback. It really helps us to know what you liked or didn't like about the session and what suggestions you have for our future webinars. Once again, today's session is being recorded and we will send you the link to the recording when it is published on our website. Thanks again, everyone, for attending. Stay well and safe and enjoy the rest of your
1: day.